0: What is up Stu? study? Happy Friday, December 3rd, 2021, third day, December, episode number 168 of the study session. I'm your grateful host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you to the Friday edition, wrapping up the week here of the session. And want to express my gratitude to you for being supporters of the Still Study, for listening to the sessions and podcasts, reading the articles, sharing with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Would love to connect with you. Please drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com and also give me a follow on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you. Get your question comment feedback on the show every saturday i do the steelers saturday mailbag where i do just that get your questions comments feedback on the show so be sure to check that out and if you haven't done so yet please also check out the podcast that i do with jim wexel over on his site the still city insider that podcast is aptly titled the still city insider podcast Jim is a wealth of Steelers information, having covered the team since 1995. I'm always learning something from my time with him. We record at 5 a.m. every Tuesday, published between 6 and 6.15 a.m., and you don't want to miss it. Make sure that you check that out. It's a lot of fun. And so today's Friday. It's the preview and prediction day of the upcoming Steelers contest as has become habit for me on the sessions. And this weekend we have the Steelers' first round with the Baltimore Ravens, the hated Ratbirds, the bitter NFL rivalry, which for a long period of time was the best rivalry in the NFL. If you can harken back to those days when T. Sizzle, Haloti Nada, Joe Flacco... We're lining up against the likes of Paul Amalo, a prime Roethlisberger, Marquise Pouncey. Man, those games were just fun. I remember Ben getting his nose broken by Helody Nada and the thing looked sideways, but he still stayed out there on the field and led the team to, so I think it was a 13-10 victory over the Ravens. I believe that was in Baltimore. And I think that touchdown reception was by Isaac Redman, but just a lot of great memories from that Steelers-Ravens rivalry. And this weekend, the Ravens are 8-3, headed into this contest, the Steelers 5-5-1. And And really, both teams have played some sloppy, ugly football. The win-loss record for the Steelers is not as stellar as the Ravens is, but if you look at how the Ravens have played Again, it's been similar to the Steelers. The only difference is their win column versus their loss column. But the Ravens had ugly losses to the Bengals. They lost 41-17. So they're not the only AFC North team to get crushed by the Bengals. And think about this. A few weeks ago, the Browns blew out the Bengals. So just not making sense this NFL this season. The Ravens also lost to the Dolphins 22-10, and they lost to the Raiders to open the season. They've had two three-point victories, one over the Vikings, one over the Bears, and they had a two-point win in that controversial game over the Lions. So just as the Steelers in some of their games were a few points away from victory, The same thing applies to the Ravens when it comes to losses. They were a few points away of losing games and the ball bounced their way and they have a higher total in the win column. Lamar Jackson is the focal point. He is their offense, completing 219 of 341 passes for 2,612 yards. He's averaging 331 yards per game. But in terms of touchdown-interception ratio, 15 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, that's not great. He's been sacked 30 times, so you can put pressure on Jackson. That's why it's really going to hurt if T.J. Watt is not on the field, and realistically, he's probably not going to be on the field. So you got to hope Highsmith and Taco and Tuska get pressure or that the sealers are able to generate pressure from blitzes or from their inside linebackers. <laughs> yeah, I just said that out loud that almost sounds like a joke but they've got they've got to generate pr- pressure because the sacks can be had there. But they also have to play not conservatively. that's not the term I'm looking for here. They have to play with discipline because Jackson also has 123 rushes for 707 yards. So the dude is not just an explosive passer. Not that he's a super accurate passer. He could throw the deep ball. He's connected with Marquise Brown 60 times for 770 yards and six touchdowns so far this year. But he's got that element of running, that threat of running, and that's going to stress a Steelers defense that is just struggling right now. In terms of their running backs, Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray are the two guys that get the most carries, but neither of them has over 324 yards. Again, Jackson is their leading rusher. Then I mentioned Marquise Brown. He's averaging 12.8 yards per reception, and I thought this was interesting. Their tight end, Mark Andrews, He's got 60 catches, 761 yards. That's super close stat line to Brown. Five touchdowns, 12.7 yards per reception. So Andrews can get it done just as Marquise Brown can get it done. So that's going to be a formidable duo in terms of pass catchers for the Steelers to make sure they're accounting for. On defense, Patrick Queen, their inside backer, is their leading tackler with 62 tackles. And in terms of sacks, Tyus Bowser, five and a half sacks, and Adafi Owe out of Penn State, rookie, he has five sacks. They're secondary, struggling like the Steelers, not forcing a lot of turnovers, only five interceptions. We all know the glut of injuries that have impacted the Ravens team, more so than the Steelers. So... In terms of explosiveness, offensively, the Ravens have the edge. And anytime you have Lamar Jackson, yes, he can be prone to, to errors, but he's also prone to making big plays. So this is going to be very, very difficult for the Steelers. It's going to be a, a tough game. And. The Steelers have to keep it close. They have to keep it close. They're best served to commit to the running game, to slow the game down. And the scary thing is, is if they can't stop the run and the Ravens dominate time of possession, then it's going to be very hard for the Steelers to win this game. But I think... I believe that they the Steelers will make the necessary course corrections, not to drastically transform this rush defense into top five top five rushing defense, but to at least be average. I think the team got their tails kicked last week. They're gonna regroup around players like Cameron Hayward. The Steelers are a better team than what they showed last week. Last week was just a game where you don't even watch the tape. You burn the tape. And I can just see this team responding this weekend to stay in the fight. Again, not saying they're going to compete for a Super Bowl. But I see them getting back to that gritty, battling Ugly Brand of football that we saw during that Win streak and I keep Saying it and I've called for it all season We haven't seen it yet it's due to Hit at least once At least I would think And that's Najee Harris having a big game And that's what I'm calling on Najee You gotta have the big game here I know the Ravens typically have a stout run Defense that's not the case this year So I'm making the call for A buck fifty From Harris, three touchdowns. He gets that Steelers crowd fired up, gets the defense going. The Steelers are going to win. Yep, taking the Steelers here. And I'm feeling pretty good about this one. They're going to win 22-20. 22-20, and that's a reverse score from when the Steelers played the Ravens back on November 28, 2013. That was Le'Veon Bell's rookie year. The Ravens beat the Steelers that season in that game, 22-20. to Steelers fell on a two-point conversion to tie the game. That was, again, Bell's rookie year. Steelers are going to flip the rolls. They're going to pull it out. They're going to be 6-5. 6-5-1. Five. Five, Ravens will drop to 8-4. And, and we'll feel at least a little bit better about the Steelers team for one week. Until they go to Minnesota the next week and lay an egg so there you go there you have it my prediction 22 to 20 the Steelers win Najee big game let's make it happen Steelers and studying 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 that is it that is the end that is the conclusion of episode number 168 of the study session my gratitude to you please drop me a line via email at the still study at gmail.com and give me a follow on twitter at still study would love to connect with you please check out the other podcasts that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site podcast is the still city insider podcast it's great stuff jim is the og of steelers beat writers and i will see you tomorrow for a steelers saturday mailbag and remember life is beautiful and the black and gold peace